Hey guys, Ivan Cleary here, Penrith Panthers head coach. I'm doing my thing with the Armchair Champions once again. Really looking forward to it and hope you guys get something out of it. Welcome to the Armchair Champions podcast, your midweek sports fix and barroom banter with your hosts, Captain Crackers, Sheriff Unit and Viper. Hey champions and welcome to another episode of your midweek sports fix. We are the armchair champions and champions what a special treat have we got on once again this year right before NRL kicks off. We've got the coach of the Penrith Panthers Mr Ivan Cleary coming in for a chat. Looking forward to that one and Penrith fans tell you what this is going to be a great chat to see you know what went wrong last year and um, what didn't because they actually had a bloody good year until right at the end. Seven in a row. Lots of things to talk about with Ivan and how the team is going this year. And champions, don't forget, you can still join the NRL iTip footy tipping competition. We've got Gus Wallen, we've got Cement Gillespie. Come in, have a bit of fun. It's oh, in the prize pool. 500 yep. bucks up front. Why wouldn't you want to try to win that? It's free to enter. Can, have a look. Can uh, the podcast members win that? Because Hot Crackers is on top. I've heard of it as Hot Crackers. <laughs> yeah. There's a chance that she might take this out. Yeah, no, of course, mate, because obviously we all put our tips up on Instagram and Facebook, so you guys get to see who we did tip, so there's no shenanigans going on here. Beautiful. Even though we love a good shenanigan. Thanks to Stanton and Taylor Real Estate, let's introduce the panel for today, and wow, what an honour it is to have this lady back. It's been a long time. Who is she? We've dead set been crying, and she's walked in with new team balloons. How are you going, crackers? (laughs) I'm good. My hair's grown a bit, probably. Yeah, yeah. It's changed. Yeah. Yeah, and the colour of it. Yeah, it's oh, all yeah, black now. No greys. Yeah, yeah, no, no greys. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's a five-weekly event. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Dave yeah. reckons I come home looking like Lego Man. Because <laughs> 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 like down on my forehead and oh, around my ears. Love it. Have yeah. you moved Dane in yet? No, no. Oh, look at you. He's still out. Still <laughs> out the northern beaches. Stay loose, mate. Don't go. Don't do it. Oh, As, have, have you converted him to being a Panther supporter yet? Well, we have talked about going to the game this weekend, yes. him and, and I and the kids. And um, when I took him to the um, preliminary finals last year, I did manage to get a Panther jersey on him. So, yeah. So, yeah, well... It's not a matter of... Com- sleep? Nah. <laughs> no, he was just new in a relationship. I wanted to keep me happy. <laughs> he was trying to impress. But um, it's not a matter of converting him because he doesn't barrack for any NRL team. So it's it's an easy influence. Yeah, very well, good. We'll, we'll have to get him on later in the year for a, uh, a, a surfing uh, surfing uh, report from uh, the Northern Beaches yeah, there. Well, at the moment, it's pretty crap, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I like Chapman. Yeah, speaking of our dirty secrets, let's get an expert panellist who's got more skeletons in his closet than Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. How are you going, Ranger? 
Oh, sorry, unit. <laughs> I, 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 was, uh, I was hoping you weren't going to say Dirty Sanchez there. But, oh, <laughs> Jesus. But, uh, yes, uh, no, no rangy here. Uh, uh, brown hair. All, all brown hair. Well, no hair at the moment. Yeah, Is the kid so, yours? Uh, no, kid, I'm not claiming anything. Yeah, so no, that's, yep. that's the way to do it. Now, let's introduce the next panellist who goes missing more than Kevin Durant in an all-star game. <laughs> after it's been named after him. How are you going, Viper? I'm going really good. Hello, everybody. All right. Now, let me introduce you to our next uh, panellist who, unlike Mitchell Pearce, won't be taking a uh, 300k pay cut to stay Fuck with no. us here at the Great Armchair Champions no. podcast. Uh, how are you, champion? Oh, mate, going well. <laughs> going great. Imagine that. He's got to take a pay cut. I would too. Oh, Knights mate. got a good squad this year. And if yeah. he wants to be part of something, he's got to take a cut because he's not playing that great. Well, he left He left uh, the Roosters to uh, basically prove a point and uh, that he was uh, a good player. And, uh, well, three years on from uh, the Knights and still hasn't produced anything, so... Uh, yeah. Not much doing besides injury. Cut, he's still got a chance to prove it. Yeah. Well, or it could be worse. He could be Ben Roethlisberger. Well, he just he, took a $5 million haircut. Either that or Ash Taylor. Yeah. That's coming up. That's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, I'll be your captain. Let's get this one started. Now, champions, thanks to Pinaper Castle at Newport. It's time to get our guest on for this week. And I'll tell you what, champs, go check it out too because it's a lot of fun and it's not a bad date idea too. So if you want to get into the good books, go down to Newport and check it out. Little Pinot Picasso. Now let's get back to the guest though. He coached an impressive record winning 17 games in a row last year and took his team to the 2020 Grand Final and took out the NRL Coach of the Year honours as well. He's a good mate of ours here. We always love having a chat to him, so let's make him feel welcome. Welcome to the Armchair Champions, coach of the mighty Penrith Panthers, Mr. Ivan Cleary. Hey, Ivan. Hey, well, welcome, champion. Nah, all good. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Good, good chatting. Mate, um, congrats on winning the Coach of the Year honours again, and that's a real good honour, especially being the only Panthers coach who ever won it twice too. So, mate, hats off to you for that. Oh, thank you. Um, honestly, it's 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 look, it's yeah, it's nice to get uh, any sort of individual uh, recognition, but you know, it's all about it's all about the team sport. And as a coach, honestly, my job is to serve the players. Uh, so uh, we had a lot of players that uh, got some individual recognition last year as well, which is yeah. great. But I think the main thing was for everyone to get anything. As an individual, um, it's off the back of the team's success. So that's what it's all about. Mate, I'll tell you what, they must have done the old Jeff Toovey when uh, Paul Nathan didn't win the bloody player of the year. There's got to be an investigation into that. How didn't he win that? <laughs> well, the way I look at it is uh, we had a lot of a lot of players playing well and, and the system um, for the Daly M's, is, as you know, it's a 3-2-1. So yeah. if you've got a lot, a lot of players playing well, you generally share the vote. So... I think, um, I think, yeah. Look, I think we all agree. Nathan had an outstanding season, yeah, very consistent. Consistent, but I think, I think his little mate Jerome Lloyd probably stole a few votes off him at the end of the season. <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, so Ivan, uh, just uh, let, let's take a step back to the end of last season. Um, when you you finish your season and you you get the uh, get the the coaching staff together and you sit down and do like a debrief, I guess something like that. You you look at the season and how it went. What what did you take away from that? What what things did you look at and say? Right, well, maybe we got that wrong, or we need to do something different this year. Yeah, well, it's very unusual uh, to be able to finish a season and actually. Uh, feel as though we got a lot of things right. Um, 
you know, because I've never had, well, I personally have never had a, a season like it. I don't think there's many uh, other coaches probably could say the same thing in terms of the amount of victories we've had. Seven eight. Uh, yeah, like we, I think we finished, uh, we finished about 300 points uh, in terms of for and against in the positive. We're yep. five points ahead in the minor premiership. Um, all, all from a team that was, in many people's eyes, wasn't expected to make the eight. So it was a, yeah, it was a great season, incredibly successful. And of course, you know, you feel as though having done all that, you, you'd like to have <laughs> won, yes. the, won the GF. But it, yeah. you know what? It, it, that's what grand finals are about. You know, that's not. It's you know, we don't have a like a Premier League system. It's like it's a, you know, it's 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 fought out on the day, and yeah. and we didn't get it on the day. So. Uh, what we did get was a, a lot of confidence out of our systems, um, the way we do things. Uh, so w- looking back, I was like, well, rather than sort of um, try and look at uh, what we can change too much, but I think we need to actually celebrate the fact that we're on the right track here. And yeah. then, of course, then of course you look at, you know, okay, how do we improve? Because if you're not, uh, you know, if you're not improving, you're getting worse. So. Um, We've done that. Uh, wasn't a lot in it, but yeah, a lot of it's around uh, just yeah, working out. Okay, so um, we did this last year. Uh, what can we improve on? Uh, I think the big thing is we've set a pretty good foundation, and, and that's and we'll continue to uh, we'll continue to use our foundation and then try and build on it rather than try and reinvent the wheel. Got a lot of good youth there too, so you're on the right track for sure. Yeah, and, and your attention has uh, worked well, I think, as well. Yeah, we do. We have, we're a young team with uh, a lot of those boys have played a fair bit of footy together, um, but they're actually now just you know coming into their their own in terms of playing NRL. Um, I think we we combined well, like you know, built the great Bill Belichick was uh, has always said it's not so much about the individual talents it's how they all fit together and i think our boys uh showed last year that yeah we fit together together pretty well so yeah we're going to keep keep going down that track now um you also had a, a small change in the coaching uh, department who's ta- who's uh stepped up into the new coaching roles um to assist you assist you yeah so obviously with uh with Trent barrett moving to the bulldogs yeah, uh yes. his career as a head coach we've got Guy called Andrew Webster, not the journalist. Um, <laughs> yeah, of the same name. Uh, uh, yeah, he's a guy. Andrew's been around footy for a long time. Um, uh, he started coaching as a young fella, actually, at the uh, Connecticut Wildcats, believe it or not, uh, over in the States. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> then he travelled through through England, spent some time at Hull KR. Um, he coached the... the uh, I think it was the West Tigers 20s as all the West Tigers of Boundland. I can't remember now, but that was he had the side that uh, Mitchell Moses and Luke Brooks and those kind of guys. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they won a title there, and um, he was at Parramatta as well. So he's been around, and he was at the West Tigers when I was was down there. So yeah. he's a terrific coach. He's actually a Penrith boy. He lives in uh, Amy Plains. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So he's, he's going to um, he's come in to do the attack. He's he's one of the reasons I wanted to get him is that he, you know he's he can, you know, his ego's in check, and he realizes that you know we had a good thing going there through Baz, and 
He just, you know, he wants to, you know, build on on that foundation and then just add, you know, little bits here and there. So I thought that was perfect for what we needed. Now, you're taking on the North Queensland Cowboys this weekend. And um, how have you prepared the boys for this one, mate? And who's the poor bastard that's got to try to catch Kyle Felt's kickoffs? (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's not Ben Hunt, luckily. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness for that. That's, you know, that's unfair because I was there that night and uh, anyone who stands under those things oh. can appreciate that is not easy. He does it on um, purpose too, you know. He tells us, he goes, oh, I always look for the weakest link and he's getting it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Phil uh, uh, Edwards, our fullback, he'll be under it. Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> no, that's, what, that's, that's what he gets paid for. Yeah, so. that's true. Uh, you want the big Yeah, man. look, we've had a pretty, we've had a, a shortened preseason this year. Um the, the bulk of the squad didn't start till January, which is the, nothing like I've ever done uh, in the past. Uh, obviously, with the shortened year, or the I guess the later year with COVID last year and uh, some different restrictions from the NRL. And the rep footy uh, so, afterwards. Yeah, rep footy as well. So um, we've tried to uh, – we always knew we weren't going to get everything done, but uh, what was paramount was we made sure the boys were physically – in getting the right conditions, so yeah. I think what you'll find probably we won't be the only ones, but uh, the football will grow as the season uh, the season goes, and, and that's okay. But you know we feel like we're prepared well. Uh, most of the players we've got done pretty well injury wise, so most of the guys have got you know, a lot of work under their belts. And I felt our trial game was really tough test last week, and I thought we came through that pretty well. Yeah, it wasn't a bad game, yeah. So, Ivan, when, when you look at, uh, say, the players that we have lost from last season and uh, what we've brought in this season, uh, it looks as though, say, the back line, you, you, you're missing man source, but we've got Charlie. Uh, in, in the forward pack, we, we're missing Tamo, Tedavano and Hetherington. And uh, how, how do you, uh, how do you, what do you expect from the boys that are going to be filling the gap? I like that Eisenhoof. He looks real promising. He does, yeah, he does look good, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. So um, last year, being such a good year in terms of results, it was a, it made, made things slightly challenging in terms of uh, salary cap and you know and trying to keep everybody. Um, some of our fringe players actually, yeah. Yeah, really benefited uh, with you know, being picked up by other clubs on on much better deals, and and some of the guys we tried to have tried to retain have, have stayed where they you know probably could have got more money elsewhere. But but having said that, they still have got upgrades. So we, you know, it's it's not just as simple as you know, well we need this guy for that, and you know, it's it's basically trying to fit them all in under the cap as well. So we lost a bit of um, experience, no doubt, particularly in the forwards. Um, we we banked on the Jimmy Tamo one because that was just that was just a must that just was going to have to happen. Yeah. Uh, we knew about that one. Zane was a bit more out of the blue, but we just couldn't yeah we couldn't deny him that opportunity. It was just too good for him, and you know we love what he did for us last year. So we're probably still looking for a, another body in terms of uh, uh, middle forward. Hopefully we can pick one up during the year but in the meantime really happy with what we've got um, you mentioned Matty Eisenhuth he's a really good solid player he's, um, he's, a, he's a different sort of body shape to a lot of the boys we have which I, I like um, you know, he's, he's old enough to know his way around the traps he can play long minutes and then you got a guy like Spencer Lenya who's yeah. Um, yeah, could be anything but he's still find his way in terms of getting that time out and 
you know, he's, he's, but he'll definitely, yeah, be one to step up in, in a, a bit of a void and play a bigger role for us this year. And that Moses Leota too, uh, stepping up to a starting line up too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's really exciting. Well, Moses played, I think around 80 games now. He's, uh, 25. So he's, yeah, he's really coming into the sweet spot of his, uh, of his career. He's, he's always been a hard worker, Moses. Yeah. Yep. Even in the last two years, he's, his body's transformed into this absolute rock now. Uh, and oh, I, I just, he's just patiently waited. He was really good off the bench for us last year, but, uh, and he and Fish get on really well. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to, to those guys as a combination of Moses settling into that starting role. We well, definitely don't want to get on the wrong side of Fish. Has <laughs> <laughs> no. he seriously got bigger again this year? He like looks he's huge, just, doesn't he? Like the photos we've seen of him, it, it, like recently, he's just a massive boy. Uh, are we talking about Fish? <laughs> Are we talking about fish? Yeah, fish, yeah. Yeah, fish has got, uh, he's got biceps, you'd be happy if they were your quads. Uh, <laughs> he just, he cannot get enough, uh, weights. He just can't, he can't work hard enough fish. He's just, he's just a beast. He loves it, he loves playing, loves training. He's the most hungry player, regardless of, it's almost like any, when he gets better or, uh, you know, he actually, he can see himself progressing through his career. It only makes him hungrier. It's awesome. And he, and he got the man of the match in that uh, All-Star, All-Star game, game too. Yeah. yeah, he played good. Yeah, well, you know, if you, if you watch him doing the hucker, like, I wouldn't want to tackle him. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wouldn't be going at him with a spear either after he's no. head at you like that. <laughs> Um, we had a fans question come in from L. Martin, and um, Marto wants to know, why is the world's best centre not playing in the centre, and can I have my starting spot back, please? <laughs> I promise to be good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, actually, uh, yeah, Marto's, uh, he's, um, he's actually been, with, he's spent a little bit of time in the, in the middle in our precedent. Um, I've mentioned, mentioned before, we've, we're probably a moon short there. In a perfect world, but yeah, um, I also think that Marto has, has the potential to move in there at one point. So I just wanted to get him some time in there, just in case we, we needed him to go in there. Yep. I think he could do that role really easily. Um, and I just thought, just for the start of things, just just the way we're going to rotate things around. Um, yeah, I just wanted to keep wanted to start with KB out there. So um, he's looked really good in the preseason as well. So at the end of the day, it's it's. It's neither here or there, really, who starts. But, um, yeah, that's the way we're going at the moment. When you saw Kate Will do that in the state of origin in the centre spot, did that make you really open your eyes and go, shit, we didn't see that coming from him? Oh, I always thought he could play centre. That was one of the reasons, he, you know, he went down the Sharks. He ended up, uh, he was sort of like their odd man out down there. Yeah. And they were a really, really good team, so he ended up... He was often the guy who was on the bench and they lose an outside back. He'd end up playing in the centre. He's even played on the wing a couple of times. That's how versatile he is. So we knew he had that capability. He actually played, uh, he played in that winning game in the third game, played in the back row. So it just, yeah, it's just a versatile guy and got a lot of confidence, I think, out of that series. That's good. He's a real Mitch Orbison type, isn't he? Like you plug him in just about anywhere. Yeah, they're so handy. We have, uh, um, guy like Tyron May is like he can. I don't think there's any other player in the game who can plug as many holes as he can. So it's it's definitely handy, um, particularly when the season starts and you're just not sure, especially with new rules and um, the, the fatigue factor. You just 
yeah, could really go through the roof. It's nice to have blokes you can move around during the game. So, so you, I'm guessing you would have watched the game last night. Absolutely, I couldn't wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> what what did you take away from that? You know, like you're looking at potentially two top four teams. What was your take on it? Yeah, some things never change in rugby league, and, and you always want to get off to a good start. And I, I think that the Rabbitohs will be brewing that first half because oh, yeah. I actually, you know, just watching the game, it just felt like every time South had the ball, they could do something, but they just couldn't ever get enough traction. And Melbourne are just one of those teams that just, they just have the ability to, they, if they get a sniff or an opportunity, they, they ice it, and that's pretty much what happened. Um so some things never change with footy. Um, there was definitely periods of fatigue in the game, but there was probably more stoppages through tries and other bits and pieces that um, you might find uh, in other games this weekend. We're just not sure. But, look, just good to have the footy back and really good to see uh, two teams, you know, good teams go at it. Now, you're coming up against a new coach in Todd Payton this weekend. Um you reckon he's got a few surprises for the boys up there at the Cowboys? Like he, he seems to get um, the best out of his teams. He did well with the Warriors. With the Warriors there, yeah. Oh, so um, with Morgan and all that back fit now, what are you expecting from him? Yeah, well, look, the Cowboys it wasn't long ago. They were, you know, one of the best, one of the best teams. Yeah. Really good club. They were always strong in the under twenties. Um, yeah, they, they, I mean, played in. Uh, they won the grand final. They were back in there two years after that. Uh, and a lot of those guys are still, well, maybe not a lot, but there's still a, the real core of they're still playing. So, um, they've got rep players, you know, littered throughout the team. They've got some really good young players as well. So, um, they got, as you mentioned, they got Todd, you know, gone there. Yep. Um, sure, sure he's got, he's been up there as assistant coach before. So, I'm sure, yeah. you know, he's, he's probably got a good background in what they need and, um, seems pretty, uh, Seems pretty clear on, on, on what he wants. So uh, I guess we're hoping that um, that might take a little bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> so with the uh, with the rule changes for this year, can we expect to see very much different from the way the Panthers are going to play? And how do you prepare the forwards for it? Yeah, uh, not really. Not really much different in the way we've prepared. We uh, we always prepared last year to. to if we weren't the fittest team, you know, we we're in the equation. So um, our forwards have got some naturally, we've got some naturally, um, you know, really aerobic guys like, yeah, Fisher Harris and Isaiah Yo and uh, those kind of guys. So I think our minutes are pretty good in the forwards. So we didn't train a whole lot differently, to be honest. Um, it's it, like last weekend at the trial game, the, the, the range between, you know the hardest game in terms of physical output yeah. from the from one from one game to the eighth game was really big. So yeah, yeah, uh, it's just hard to know. But ours was the hard, toughest game last week in that sense, and it was one of the hardest games our boys had been through, even all the way through last year compared to Origin games and everything. And as I said, I felt I felt we came through that really well, which to me uh, gives me a lot of uh, allows me to sleep this week. So. Now, um. Uh, you've you've uh, just named uh, some new club captains as well. Uh, Nathan got uh, named as co-captain with Isaiah Yo. Um, I'm a massive fan of uh, Isaiah. I think he's just a, a 
just a stalwart for Penrith, and he's shown that in the um, awards at the end of the year for the last couple of years. Um, but I've also noticed that you've you've been getting a few previous captains to come in and help him out as, a little bit as well. Uh, how's that all working for him, and uh, are they t- uh, moving into that new role well? Well, firstly, we are extremely fortunate to have uh, a couple of former Panther greats, uh, captains, as you mentioned, and Brandy and, and Royce uh, float in and out um, yep. very often around here, so it'd be mad not to... Tap in on that. Not to get those, yeah, tap in on that sort of... Uh, that uh, Panthers IP, so... Yep. Um, look, uh, Nathan told me that if I was ever going to coach him, I had to make him captain, so... <laughs> <laughs> so you've... I, I had to wait till Jimmy Carmel left to be able to do that for him, Uh but they always, yeah, look, in all honesty, uh, they're just a really good, I just feel like they're a really good mix. They got, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, they play a lot of footy together. Their, their personalities are similar in that they are certainly not going to be, um, yeah, they just understand the right time to talk and you know, when not to. And, um, when, when we came back to preseason, I hadn't actually, I had this idea in mind that the, the co-captaincy thing would work, but I thought I'd just let it, you know, just we'll just sit on it for a bit and just see how it all evolved. And they just, uh, both Nat and uh, Yoey just, they just organically took over. Um, so it was an easy decision in the end. It could be worse. It could be Newcastle where every single player is a captain. Jeez, <laughs> what's that all about? <laughs> it's, um, well, well, they were all injured last year anyway. They were yeah, dropping like flies up. Players, and they yeah. had to have plenty of Yeah, well, I'll tell you, but it, interestingly, uh, and I'm sure some other coaches around will say this, it's um, it's probably just a generational thing. It's actually uh, it's harder and harder to find good leaders. Uh, yeah, true. And if you don't, I'll tell you what, if you don't have one, there's maybe what Newcastle's going through. If you don't have a standout, uh, you don't want to put the wrong bike in, so yeah, maybe this is just trying to find yeah, the, uh, the, the, the right one might just pop his head out. Now, uh, last week we saw Nathan's great kick there where he's um, hit the upright there to win 20k. Um, is there anything this kid can't do? Well, Dad said he's <laughs> one of the naturally talented kids I've seen in a long time. Well, he's actually very, very tinny. That's just a fact. He, he, he's, he just has these lucky moments. Like, I can't, I can't punt to save myself, right? And he, he just seems to freaking back everything. Uh, he never gives me any tips, of course. But, uh, he, I don't know. Look, I think what, one thing you can't say is that he doesn't practice and he yeah, kicks yeah. a lot of footballs and, it, and has ever since he could walk. So I suppose it all adds up. I tell you what, Jet's got big shoes to fill. Uh, yeah, no. Nah. That's what I'm talking about, Jet. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I just wanted to ask, uh, the, the watch that wasn't working last season, has that been replaced yet? And, uh, have well, you fixed. had, have you had a haircut? <laughs> uh, I've had a haircut, yeah. Uh, uh, just in case I don't actually cut it again, which I must hope so. Uh, <laughs> the watch is is still in my drawer. Uh, no, it hasn't been replaced yet, so I'm not I'm not going to wear that one this year. I'm going to start with a different one and see how we go. All right, no worries. So with, with the, uh, the the sad, isn't it? Really, yeah. it's bloody sad. <laughs> with the captain's challenge, have you uh, have you got anything sorted there? So we uh, we're not going to have um, wingers and, and uh, front rowers running in trying to challenge something they should be showing up about. Well, source is gone, so that that should save us a few. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> well, we had a bit of a problem last year because the captain was a front rower. So. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, <laughs> I think it's just a it's a bit of experience thing for everyone last year. Uh, uh, but I'm, I'm hoping we'll be a little bit more judicious with our selections this year. I thought most of the time, like, most of the time last year, we were okay. It's yeah. funny. In the, in, it's almost like the bigger the game, the more jumpy everyone gets because the mistakes uh, seem seem. Uh, you know, more, more valuable, so you you don't want to admit that you got one wrong. So, well, you don't want to anyway, be Benji Marshall we'll either and just run up to the ref and not even talk to your captain <laughs> and get it wrong. And get it wrong. <laughs> Is there any chance the captain uh, could have an earplug in and you get a message from you? Uh, we kind of we we had a yeah we had a bit of a discussion on that last year, but as it. It was a bit hard to say because we had never seen it before. So as it mm. kind of progressed, um, I felt comfortable that, uh, that, that yeah, they kind of work it out. We, we went for a real long stretch there last year where we got a lot of them right. Um, yeah. As I said, I think I think the bigger the game, it's actually the harder it is to try and uh, you know pick, pick the right moment. But mm. you know what? I think it's been uh, all in all. Uh, I'm not sure about some of those new rules this year, but I'll yeah. tell you one thing: I think the Caps Challenge has been a it's been a good one because it gets a lot of you know, it's definitely brought some interest into the game. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Now, mate, if you got told by one of your players that he slipped over in the shower and did his hamstring, <laughs> um, <laughs> would you believe him? <laughs> I'd say I'd say what was the name? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Nah, uh, oh. Yeah, look, that's yeah, God. And then a video a, comes yeah. out of him doing the yeah. bloody bolt down the uh, course, eh? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting that the video came out just after the, uh, just after he got interviewed. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good timing. It must have been a big cake of soap he was picking up. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's expensive, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very expensive. You'll be getting a pay cut next year. <laughs> Mate, um, did you get to watch the NFL Super Bowl? And if you did, what did you think of it? Um, I I got those pieces of it. It was one of those things that we were – we had a, a training session planned and it was one of those questions you ask yourself, oh, should we, you know, because I know all the boys are into it, so yep. staff as well. Uh, should we, you know – do this, do that, move it around, but we decided no, no, we're, we're going to stick to what we did. So we didn't see all the game, but luckily enough, it was pretty much all over, you know, uh, early, so, or pretty early, really. So, uh, no, I didn't see that much of it, but I mean, oh, look, I'm the same as everyone else, just, you're just in awe of uh, Tom Brady and yeah, what, a man. Uh, what that guy can do. And I felt for the uh, for the Chiefs, I felt a bit like uh, a little bit like us then last year as well. You know, they were just yeah. so dominant. But as I said, you know, before like Grand Finals, Super Bowls, it's, uh, it all comes down to one day. And at the end of the day, yeah, that's how it can go. Ivan Cleary, mate, it's always been a pleasure having a chat with you. You've always um, been very gracious with your time. Good luck with the uh, Cowboys this week. We've all tipped you 13 plus, no pressure. But um, <laughs> congratulations on your season last year. And as I said, winning the coach of the year, that's a fantastic effort. And, mate, good luck for 2021. I've got no doubt your boys will be on the big dance, the big stage again this year. So, um, yeah, we're really looking forward to another cracking season. Yeah, thanks, boys. Um, yeah, appreciate your support. Not a problem, mate. Any time. Thank you very much, Ivan Cleary. Thank you. Thanks, Ivan. Cheers, boys.
Now, sponsored by Christy McVeigh Photography, it's time to hand out the Jordan and Derek Awards for the week. What made us laugh? What made us think, you dickhead? What do you got, Crackers? What's your Jordan for the week? Um, I'm going to go with Ashton Agar for taking six wickets in the T20. How good was oh, that? Yeah, yeah that's, that's a first ever, isn't it? That was sensational. Yeah. And for a spin bowler, too. Like, normally T20s, you just belt the shit out of them. C- considering, I think... Also going into that last game, he only had one one wicket for the whole series. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what happened? He must have had a Barocca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the BB bounce. And I'll tell you what, also hats off to the um, the Finchmeister for finally getting some bloody form and scoring over 50. Yeah, but he about was bloody lucky. time. He was, he was out first ball. But how about when he hit the bloody yeah. the six and he smashed the seat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah do that good. more often, please. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, but if it wasn't for COVID, that seat no, might have been full. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Might have been caught in the wrong spot. Yeah. All right, talking about getting caught in the wrong spot. Let's go into the next bloke. Yeah, go on, unit. What's your Jordan for the week? A couple of um, uh, uncompromising positions, oh, uh, one or that. two. But um, you shouldn't have got that new cat at home. <laughs> um, no, uh, my, my Jordan goes to uh, the Kings. Uh, basically. Uh, we had the NBL bubble down there, and uh, they, they've uh, done, actually done well leading. Uh, they didn't do too well leading into it, but uh, they picked up uh, the last two games. Uh, good win over the weekend, um, so that that's produced uh, them into the top four now. So yeah, yeah good nice. on the good on the Kings on the Kinkies, yeah, on the up and on the up. We just need a few injuries. Uh, blokes come back from injury now, so it'll be yeah, we'll nice. be good. We'll be good. Well, speaking about injuries, into you, Viper. What's your Jordan for the week, mate? Oh, i got to go with uh, back back into the golf, you know, Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, oh. That, that guy. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like he's he's, he's hitting it. a golf ball further than, than anybody on tour has ever hit a golf ball. And uh, on the weekend in the tournament that he's just won, he's, uh, he's, he's carried across a, a lake or a water hazard there. It was a 350-metre carry. Mm. Like... Nobody hits a ball that far. No, nah, he's but put he's, it over it. And he's put it over the lake and then turned a, a really solid par five into a very easy birdie. But, but, but um, he, he not only did it once, yeah, he, backed he, it did it, he backed it up in the <laughs> final round as well. Yeah, yeah, he did it in the final round when he was in contention to win, and he did go on and win. So. Yeah, he won, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. What a champion. What a great effort. What a Jordan. Reckon. Yeah. Hey, yeah. John Daly said back there going, you prick. I yeah. thought I was the longest driver. He was only hitting them 320 or something, yeah. but, and that was after it ran 30 metres. In a case of beer. <laughs> yeah. This thing flew 350. Wow. Oh, Jesus. Well, here comes another bloke who uh, he still um, champions his uh, longest drive trophy all over the place, uh, and to anyone that would listen, uh, Captain, uh, yeah. who's your Jordan for the week? Mate, you've got to go Steph Curry in the All-Star oh, yeah. game. You know, he turned around with the three-point shooting comp and... Came out with a 31-point score in the first round. And everyone's like, he's back, look out. Mm. He made the final, obviously, the next round and um, stuffed up on the first sort of set. I think he got one out of five. But came back to win, just about pretty much sinking every ball from there, and the poor bastard coming second has went fuck. What was that Steph Curry? Was that his fifty-point game? Oh, no, 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 this was in the three-point shootout. Oh, three so point he, contest. He, he won the three-point contest, yeah, right. and um, it's not the first time that he's won it. It's a um, second, second-time champion. Yep. Yeah, and his brothers won it too. His brother yep. actually beat him one year. <laughs> so yep. That was sensational. But Steph Curry, mate, he just showed everyone I am the three-point king. And in the in the actual game itself, you know, the the long bombs he was throwing, he was throwing oh. them from. The, yeah, the centre, yeah, the, the centre court, and then he did the 
the big turnaround, uh, turnaround three-pointer yeah. in the corner. and Looking at the crowd, that wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was sensational. All right, let's get into something that made us laugh over the week when we're sitting back in the easy chair. Crackers, what's your Derek for the week? Um, it's going to Israel Alessandra. He gloated yes. about being the next world champion, <laughs> but it's the first one to lose it. Yeah, basically. Well, yeah. You missed that one, didn't you? Yeah. Um, he, he, look, the, the style bender, you know. Uh, that's There's his, no style uh, there. Yeah, yeah, no style there. But um, he looked light. For, again, for that light heavyweight, he was he was under underdone, and um, he just didn't have that power to. And Jan, the champion at light heavyweight, he had the chin on him that he could take Alessandra's hits. And then once once He's that tough fourth and too. fifth uh, rounds turned up, uh, Jan on uh, took Pinion him down, down. and yep. it was all over. Well, I wish I had his problem and not putting on enough weight, but anyway. <laughs> oh, I, was, I thought he was going to say not putting on the chin, but... Uh-oh. Oh, it is. <laughs> no, but in that fight too, you know, the whole thing with um, Izzy is he went in saying, I'm going to prove to you it's not about muscle, it's about skill. Mm. Well, skill dude, and speed, yeah. You, you got outskilled, mate. Um, this bloke had it all over you. And John Bones Jones, just sitting back there going, get on you, mate. And, this ain't uh, happening. You want this, Tiger? It ain't going to happen. You got and nothing. He's, and tr- true form, John Bones Jones has uh, given it to Alessandra on uh, social. Social, so it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. Well, it's his first loss, too. So and, Yeah, 20 and 1 now. Yeah. So. And when are these thing. guys going to uh, know that they have to walk the walk when they talk the talk? Well, that's it. Yeah, exactly right. He he did talk a lot of smack, mm. and this Polish bloke probably couldn't understand half of it. <laughs> <laughs> he just said, okay, okay. I will break you. I will break you in two. <laughs> and he did. Give me yeah. your best shot. Yeah. And he did. And it was no good. And it was no good. Yeah. yeah. Well, someone that knows how to take some shots, you know, watch your Derek for the week, mate. <laughs> Hit me with your best shot. Um. Pat Benatar? <laughs> what a song that was. That was sensational. Yeah. So it was a video clip. Yeah, I was um. going to say that one. <laughs> hey, hey, I could ace that on Guitar Hero. All right then, guys. Um, my Derek goes to um, a – you did briefly mention this earlier, but uh, one barber, one barber oh. of a uh, – Everyone loves a haircut, <laughs> but seriously – so basically, you, but you've got to get your hair cut to go to the NBA All-Star. Yeah, oh, so. yeah, you've got to get those lines and those Zs. Yeah, so unfortunately, um, Ben Simmons got um, drafted into the NBA All-Star game for the third time. Yeah, um, very good. So he went and got a haircut, and uh, unfortunately, his barber tested positive to uh, COVID-19. Uh, and uh, basically, that caused... I know, that, that caused Ben and Joel MB to miss out on the All-Star game just hours prior to tip-off due to their COVID-19 protocols. But um, apparently they're going to play protocols. on Thursday. Yeah, we're right for uh, the old Philly team, so, you yeah, know. Probably. Yeah, we're all yeah. sweet. Go to the so, um, Yeah, so Philly's still uh, number one in the uh, West there, so we're, we're still good, yeah. Mm, very good. All right, Viper, what's your Derek for the week, champ? Well, back to the golf. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to call out Justin Rose. <laughs> Justin Rose, he's been a top, one of the top ten golfers in the world for the last best part of the last ten years, yep. and he's just had a in in the event that Bryson DeChambeau just won. He's had a nine on a par four, which occasionally will happen. You know, shit happens. And you, you, that sounds like unit playing. Yeah, he's, he's had a bit of a disaster. Four shots later. <laughs> He decides he doesn't want to play the rest of the tournament and just walks off. Oh, really? Yeah. See you later. That? Yeah, you know, like... So he bowl and went home? 
picked up his ball <laughs> and his bats. And so he he's done home. atomic. Yeah, he's just that. That'll do me. I'm out of here. Uh, oh. you know, he, he come up with some load of bullshit. But you, you wouldn't you think if you're going to do that, you might as well just pick your ball and, and your bats up and go home right after you pick it out of the hole, throw it in the lake, throw it to the crowd, piss it off, get rid of it. Get rid of it. That's it. I'm done. See you later. Let the alligator get it. Yeah, you know, but he he played. He, he hit four or five more shots, and I, and I reckon the whole time he was thinking, twelve ball pick up, twelve ball pick up. Yeah, do I want to finish this tournament or what do I do? How do I get out of here? I oh, know, I'll find an injury. How do how do you explain that to your sponsors? Yeah, that would yeah, be tough. yeah. yeah you know, that's a good would point, he not get a rap over the knuckles for that? He, he, he'd probably get one from the the, the PGA, but oh, you'd have to. Yeah, you know, but he, he'll uh, he, he'll feign it. Oh, I had a headache. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> sudden migraine. I'm not sure it's going to come. I got, I got a sudden migraine when I raped nine on the. <laughs> It'd be like the UFC with Costa. Apparently, yeah. comes out and says, "Oh, I couldn't sleep that night over there in uh, Abu Dhabi." So I'll I got on the pills. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I was still scary. drunk when I got in the ring, mm. and uh, yeah, Izzy beat me. Yeah. <laughs> But just on Patrick Reed, uh, he got sprung again in that tournament for uh, fiddling with the grass behind. He was doing a bit of lawn mowing yeah. when he got into the into the um, deep grass. Yeah, he was doing a bit grass. of yeah, little bit of lawn mowing behind the ball. Whoever so, has uh, a bit of fucking lawn yeah. mowing behind the ball. So he, he got in trouble for that. But he's also he was the one that uh, was digging his ball out of the sand pit uh, yeah, uh, last one, year as well. So uh, weeks back. Yeah. So he, he's got a form. This bloke. He's, he's starting to he's doing shit. Like that is is going to really put him in a bad light with everybody. Put sure. him in the mud. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That that stuff sticks. All, all right. Um, well, I, I did, did did have one for uh, for captain then, but I won't. I'll let that one fly. Um, what's your de- uh, Derek for the week, mate? Wow, it's going to go to the boss of the UFC, Dana White. <laughs> um, after a pretty good fight card. And, you know, it's a bit of a split one between him and uh, Peter Yah, whatever his name is, Peter Yan. But I'm going to go Dana White because after the post, the fight, he goes to the post, you know, conference and yep. um, Dana White comes out and says, I don't know who's hiring these referees, but dead set, anyone that has any inkling in the game knew that was 2-2 going in the last round. But for them to give two 10-8 rounds... And give it pretty much four rounds to one to uh, the Polish dude Yarn doesn't know this fighting game. Um, who hires those um, umpires, Dana White? Uh, the referees? Is that not your organisation? Is that not what's going on there? And who's the boss of that organisation, Dana? Yeah. It's Dana White. Stops at the top, doesn't it? Now, mm. we were sitting there watching that unit, you know, as you know, and um, we sat there when we saw all the comments coming in going, oh, it's close, it's 2-2, two, 2-1, two, two, and they all had Izzy winning it. We, we sat there and we went, we'll scratch our heads. Are we fucking watching the same fight? Because dead set. Mm. Yarn's got this. Like Yarn is being more schooled. He's, he's more tech. Well, his techniques were, you know, on point. Izzy wasn't really doing much besides a couple of jabs and a few, you know, Michael Jackson sort of dances. But <laughs> it was really weird. Um, but for them to come out and say that, then and, and we're no experts. We all had Yarn winning that pretty much four one. Yeah, we're just armchair champions. So that's why the armchair champions should be enrolled next time. So I think what might need to happen is we go. We we got to go talk to our mate Charlie, friend of the armchair champions, who's actually a UFC um, judge, and find out what the fuck's going on there because yeah, we we had it exactly how the judges did. But for yep. Dana to come out and say what he did, mate, all you're doing there is pretty much protecting your own brand. We get it. But you, you can't be favouring one person because he lost a title fight when he knew that he wasn't really doing much to go forward and try to win it by putting weight on. That's right. But um, 
the, the old uh, the old saying was the old Russian judge uh, gives the old uh, nine there. Um, all through that um, that top main card, there was this one judge that was <laughs> Keep going so way. far out of the other two. It was you know like. <laughs> Or Sterling, Sterling yeah. and Yarn. Uh, yeah, they, and they, they had Sterling winning at that time one, before. One judge had Sterling. He was yeah, getting scored. <laughs> that, that's what I mean. Like, how can how can I know you, three judges is is a good number and it gives a good reference to what's happening in the fight. And they're all sitting in different spots yep. around the ring, so they're supposed to be looking different at different views. angles yep. and all that. And be objective. And be objective, but for two judges to be. Pretty close to each other, and the other, the, that third judge to be so far away. It was weird. Yeah. Well, maybe what should happen is, like, as we mentioned, we were sitting there in our armchairs. Yeah. Um, hey, judges, do the same thing. Sit behind and watch what we're watching because it was pretty freaking clear yeah, who was winning exactly. these fights. Now, thanks to National Locksmiths, as we mentioned at the start of the podcast, the NRL kicks off on Thursday, and bloody hell, what an off-season. It's been too long. We're absolutely looking forward to this one going. It's the time of year where women don't see their husbands. Oh, really? Yeah, Ooh. haven't you seen that meme on social media? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. Or, or the good woman sitting next to her husband watching the football. Or the good woman Ooh. that drags a boyfriend that's a surfer. Boom, on you, Dane. And puts a Panthers in him. That's it. <laughs> Love you, Dane. <laughs> He's a good sport. He is. He performs I well. I wonder if we can get him to do it again. <laughs> he may be. Yeah, well, Might have to get him drunk. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, unit, mate, big games that kicks off on Thursday. What have we got? We've got a big blockbuster down yeah. in Melbourne. Yeah, let's let's uh, kick it off uh, Thursday night um, at Amy Park, 8.05 uh, kickoff. Uh, we've got Melbourne Storm, Sydney Roosters, uh, Sydney Rabbitohs, sorry. Can I just say that it's really good that it's in Melbourne, right? Yeah. Because last year they spent all their time in Queensland. Yep. Uh, well, and only got maybe one or two rounds. Before, before COVID it shut down, shut down. Yeah. two rounds, yeah. Mm. So, you know, that's really great for all the Melbourne people that they can attend a game. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I bet Daniel Anderson's not attending. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he's, well, he'll be walking. There wouldn't be enough yeah. security to hey. um to. Escort him. him safe. He, he slipped over in the shower this morning yeah, and got yeah, rushed to the yeah. rushed to the hospital. So oh, he's done a, tom, a Tommy yeah, Turbo. Yeah, Tommy Turbo. Oh. See, it just doesn't happen to he wasn't uh, Tommy. Yeah, picking yeah. the soap up too was he? I like, didn't see him down the course. Well, <laughs> he was sprinting somewhere. Anyway, was, I, I'm I'm going Melbourne. You gonna you gonna Melbourne? Yeah, All right. Melbourne at home. All right, they've got a few injuries. All right. Well, keep in mind, South Sydney have never beaten Melbourne in Melbourne. And Melbourne, Melbourne has never lost a first-round first game. game. That's right, yeah. So why are you questioning me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, out you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just laying out stats. So yeah, Melbourne. So Viper. He's a right. stat man. Well, stats are made to be bent, and I reckon the rabbits are going to beat the tar out of them. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get on 13 plus. Shit. All right. 13 so, plus. Yeah, they're going to go for it. So we got two rabbitos and uh, captain. No, or you, you guys got? are smoking drugs. No, nah, definitely Storm. Oh. Like, they're the running premiers. You, your first game at home, you're going to get a crowd down there, and yeah, okay, you've got an injury there with you know Harry. Grant, but you got the um, Swiss cheese in there, and you've got you know Hughes as well, just re-signing. Yep, 
you know, there's a fair squad there. Pappenhausen at the back. Oh, come Munster. on. I can't. And Munster there in the halves. Oh, yeah, I cannot see the Storm losing this. Pappenhausen. It's, it's all right. Pappenhausen. It's all right, brother. We're going to stick strong on that one. Yeah. Melbourne all the way. Yeah, Frizzy's on the rabbits. All right. Uh, so that leads us Brilliant into uh, Friday night. Um, we've got uh, the first game up on Friday night. We've got uh, Captain's team, uh, the Doggies, versus Sheriff team, uh, the Knights. Yeah, sorry, yeah, Sheriff, but you do win. Yeah, yeah, I'm going Newcastle. Yeah, I think we're all on the night, aren't we? All right, that, that's And the quick. other is I'm saying sorry, Sheriff, because you, you don't like picking them much. All right, so, so that, that was a quick one. Um, so <laughs> let's hopefully the next one. Um, the Mitchie B is actually fired up. I spoke to Mitchie during the week. Yep. And he is fired up for this one. And <laughs> the he's team... back on soon, isn't he? He's on in two weeks' time, Mitchie Barnett. So he's awesome. going to touch base with about how the nights are going. And, um, and his new captaincy role with yeah. nine other players. Well, which player isn't? Yeah. Uh, apparently they're all captains up there, so he's... <laughs> You know, they're looking good. But we, we love Mitchie, so yeah, uh, he should be number one captain. As long as we're they're captains on... and no chiefs or Indians. Mm. Yeah, we're, all, we're all on the nights there, aren't we? They're yeah. all on the nights. So that, that leads us to the second game. Just before you get there. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, Fuck, that, here we go. That, just those two Friday night games, we're going to get a preview of the uh, two of the three potential candidates for the wooden spoon, aren't we? Hang on. No. Two Friday night games? We've only gone Thursday and a Friday yet, mate. What are you yeah. doing? So, well, the, se- the, se- the second I, I think he's, I think he's leading into this one. <laughs> Another one coming. Here it okay, is. so the second Friday night game uh, from some Suncorp Stadium, uh, 8.05 kickoff, uh, the Broncos versus the Eels. Oh, the Broncos are a rapple and a mess, aren't they? And, yeah, a bit of trouble up there. And poor old Kevy's been sold a dump. So, uh, <laughs> is, is anybody is anybody brave enough to go for the Broncos? No, no, oh, yeah. No. So uh, unanimous yeah. as well. So well, we well, got... also know Parramatta start strong in the season, and yeah, all do. their fans go out and buy grand final tickets early because of that. Um, <laughs> and but, got, and then got sell them rent. in but, September. Yeah, yeah, but but that's when we get cheap no, no, grand June. final tickets. Yeah, right. You always get a cheap grand final <laughs> ticket from an Eagles. <laughs> we, we, we get them cheap around June, July. All right. Well, hopefully uh, Saturday turns the turns the tides, and we have some great games on Saturday. So the first game, uh, Central Coast Stadium, uh, the New Zealand Warriors versus Gold Coast Titans. Now this is going to be a good clash. That's I a reckon. Good game. Yeah, it is a good. It's a rematch on a the rematch. The trial. Yeah. yeah. All right, Crackers. What have you got? Titans. Titans. Viper. Titans. Yeah. Titsy all the way. Titans. Yeah. Rod Titsy to the semis. Yeah. I, I dead set think. Yeah, it was a twelve all draw before, but. All right. Well, so, all right. Well, I'm going to go show us your tits. Um, <laughs> all right. So, hey, who's your tip? <laughs> <laughs> Titans. Titans on that one. So, uh, okay. Um, we're going to go. Uh, the next game is uh, Sydney Cricket Ground. Sydney Roosters versus the Manly Seagulls. Uh, Roosters got a well, great record at the Cricket Ground, and uh, the Seagulls won't be making the top eight. So, got to go Roosters. So, Tommy Turbo is out of this one, and yeah, yeah, dozen yeah, sure. other injuries, and probably he'd be lucky if they, they get him to play half mm. the games this year. And they've got a woeful record when he's not playing too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Crackers. Roosters. Crackers, what have you got for this one? Roosters, yep. Captain? Yeah, definitely Roosters. Yeah. Okay. I'm interested to see what happens in the halves. I really want with to see what happens with Kiri and, Lamb. you know, what they bring Kiri, in. Kiri and Lamb. And Lamb's going they're to go, both, is he? both been named. Yeah, okay. Right, so yeah. Lamb it is. Okay. Well, I... Oh, I'm going to go uh, roosters on that one, definitely. I don't mind a bit of lamb and mint sauce, so yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right, well, this this one's us for uh, for us crackers. Uh, last game on Saturday night. Question. 
That's right. There's no other question here. Uh, Penrith motel room again. Penrith Stadium. Um, the Panthers versus the North Queensland Cowboys. So unfortunately, we've got our boy uh, Kyle Feld up there. He's coming yeah. down to uh, face a world of hurt at Penrith Stadium on yeah, Saturday night. Unfortunately, ask. but uh, a long flight home. It is going to be a long flight home for them. Oh, sorry, I'm still going on my tips here. Yes. Panthers all the way. Yep. Crackers? Panthers. Thank you. Oh, yeah, we're all on Panthers. Viper? I think they're about a yeah. favourite. Oh, yeah, look, I yeah. can't see Penrith not winning it. Um, yeah. Although Cowboys are injury-free, it'll be interesting to see how Morgan comes yeah. back. Um, you know, and they've recruited okay as well, but no, mm. Panthers. Are we going to have another year of Crackers on top? Probably. Yeah, full round, baby. <laughs> full round. How many full rounds did I get last year? Like oh, three or God something? God damn it. Who, who won the armchair champions uh, footing tip in the last last comp? Was out of us. Who who won out of us? Was Viper won by one point. Oh. But I will contest it because we didn't. No, not that he cheated. No, he but cheat. we didn't establish the rules from the start based on do you get extra points for a full round. Yeah. So if you get extra points for a full round, I was t- I got three full rounds and you got one. So two. then I would be I two. two ahead. No, I got two. Well, then I'd be one point ahead of you. Yeah. Okay, all right. So we've got a bit of uh, friendly banter there. Um, so if anyone else wants to uh, shits to a viper, please, uh, please do. Have we got bonus points for picking the round this year? I don't know how I tip footy works with that. I, I think when you get the full round, yes, you do. I think there's mm. one point. There's also a knockout round. And for everyone that wants to know what a knockout round is, you've got to pick one team. Last man it, standing. Yeah, it's last man standing. Mm. It's a different team each week. You can't pick the same team who you think will win. And that team if you lose, win. you're out. That team so, loses, you're gone. So that's yeah. like a second offside comp. It's a second. Yeah, second it's round. within it. Okay. it and, and I'll ask you for it. Like when you put your tips in, I'll say, yeah, what's your... Let me see Submit until I picked one. Yeah, I wouldn't let you submit either. The uh, joke around too um, is double point round. So whatever round you look at in the comp and you think, "Fuck, I might get a round on this one," you get double points. So hopefully that, that clears anything up. Are you saying the joker round is in round two, or the joker round also you get double points for it? You have to nominate the joker round. Yeah, you nominate oh, your own. You know, you know, nominate your own joker. Right. Do whatever, get one? any round. Do you, you only get, get one? one? Yes, right. you only get you one. one. So if one you think you've picked the full set, you you mark it as your joke you round. Make, yeah, yep. exactly. You mark okay. that as your joke round. All right, champions, just follow all my tips and uh, we'll be getting jokers all over the place. You are a joker. All right, champions, time to wrap it up. Once again, a big thank you to Ivan Cleary. Always a pleasure having him on this time of the year. I know it's a busy schedule for him, you know, right before kickoff. And, um, yeah, go to the Penny Panthers this year. Penrith Panther fans, mate, geez, you guys are looking really good. You've signed well. And um, big things for the future. You've got a young squad with a lot of talent. I got my new jersey for Christmas. Did you? Yeah, my yeah, Lucas All Sorts 1991. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, got, I got my new jersey yeah, for Christmas too. <laughs> now, champions, as mentioned, you can still join the iTip footy tipping comp and um, join in with the festivities. 500 bucks up for first place. There's a jersey for second place and a team pack supporter. I think that 500 bucks is going to hot crackers. Ooh. 
As always, champions, please do your house duties and follow us on all social media apps. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're on LinkedIn. You can hear this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Apple apps, and also on our website, www.armchairchampions.com.au. Next week, Bailey Sirenen, who's just gone from the South Sydney Rabbitohs over to the Warriors. Awesome. This is going to be a great chat. We love yep. Bailey. He's a good friend of ours. So this is going to be a very good chat. Like I wonder Warriors. if he knows how to do a haka yet. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that's one of your it. questions then for, for him, Viper. Oh, yeah. Until next week, champions, keep your balls between the lines. Hooroo. Bye. Bye. See you, champions. Bye.